Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here for my final look video for the Week 10 NFL Main Slate on DraftKings. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Before we get into the uh, the player-by-player -player breakdown, I want to thank you guys again for all the support. It is greatly appreciated. Currently right now at two or 5.6 thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, if you enjoy all the free content, we really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos so you know when I go live. Of course, I will be live streaming uh, before the main slate, one hour uh, before lock on my YouTube channel, going over everything, answering all your guys' questions. Make sure to check out the live stream. Also, if you guys cannot watch these videos, I do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below. It's just the DK DFS show. And one more thing, I want to thank uh, the Stock Boys for sponsoring this video and sending me this sick hat. Uh, if you guys are interested in premium stock market merchandise, check them out. I will have a link uh, in the description below. A uh, lot of cool stuff. I got myself uh, an opening bell hat. So, uh, yeah, check them out. Uh, thanks again, guys. And, yeah, let's get into the video. So, um, let's – we'll take a look at the Vegas ads here uh, in – more in the live stream because there's a couple games right now where there might be some pretty bad weather. That being uh, Houston-Cleveland, the wind, 25 to 40-mile-an-hour winds – it might be a game where, you know, maybe we stay away. That'll That's something we'll have to monitor throughout the weekend and more into Sunday. Kind of the same thing with the Jags and Green Bay. There should be, you know, some win there, too. Not as bad as Houston-Cleveland, but that's something to monitor. Uh, but, yeah, let's start with quarterback. And there is, right now, there's a lot, a lot of value on this slate. So, for me, it's pretty clear. Like, there's, there's a lot of good spend-up quarterbacks. I think they have huge upside. That's where I'm going. Now, you can still punt at quarterback. There's a couple cheap options I'll mention, but I feel comfortable spending up for quarterback. You know, mentioned Tyler Murray. That's the way that I'm going. You know, full disclosure, I played him almost every single main slate. I will continue to for this slate. So, yes, Kyler Murray is the guy that I'm playing if you want to follow my lead. I just think his upside is enormous right now. His floor is so, so high with his rushing ability. Uh, last three games, 74, 67, and 106 yards in the ground. And this game has all the makings for a shootout. Again, we don't have to worry about weather here, this game being in Arizona. So, um, yeah, I love Kyler. You can get to him, and I think there's enough value where you can definitely get to, to Kyler Murray. Now, uh, Aaron Rodgers right now is a stay away at 7-9. I would just much prefer getting to Kyler Murray for an extra $100. The floor is a lot higher with his rushing ability. There's also, again, some wind concerns here. Um, so right now, it's a no for me on Rodgers. Now, if the wind, if the weather's not a big deal in this game, if we get that news like closer to um, closer to lock on Sunday, then, you know, you could make an argument for Aaron Rodgers' Devonta Adams stack. It's an expensive stack, right? It's, what, 17000 because uh, Devonta is 9 k Aaron Rodgers is 8 k So, yeah, it's you're going to have to spend a lot. Like, I don't think a lot of people will do it, and that's why it could make for, for a nice tournament stack. But that's, again, we got to monitor that weather in the game. Russell Wilson at 7-7 seven, seven is always in play. Again, this is one of the highest of our unders of the slate, so I really like Russell, too. Um, you know, if you want to save $300, you don't want to go to Kyler. I'm perfectly fine going to Russell. He's been so, so consistent. You can even look to Josh Allen on the opposite side of this Buffalo, Arizona game. He's been a little up and down, uh, but another guy that does have some rushing ability, right? We've, we've seen some, some, uh, rushing upside games from Josh Allen, 57 week one, 61 yards in the ground against the Jets there a couple weeks ago. So I do like Josh Allen. Again, I feel a little bit more comfortable with Kyler Murray, but, um, I think Josh Allen is definitely in play, uh, in that game, um, I think you can definitely stack it up. There's a couple games that look pretty good stacking-wise for tournaments. 
Sean Watson, and this is kind of just dependent on, on the weather, right? We got to keep an eye on if if there ends up being like no real weather concerns, then I do like Deshaun Watson a good amount at this price point. You have a couple guys you can clearly pair him with in Cooks and Fuller, and Cleveland has really struggled to defend the pass. So if there's no weather concerns, I like them. But again, this will be something I'll have to monitor going into uh, Sunday before lock. Other quarterback options, I think Jared Goff is going to be pretty popular here at 6'5". Um, I think it is for good reason. I think, you know, I would have wished he was a little bit cheaper, but the matchup is amazing here. Seattle's not been able to stop anyone. And another game, like I said, that you can definitely stack up here. Um, so, yeah, Goff is, is a perfectly fine option. Uh, but the way that I'm approaching the slate is I, w- I really want the, the big upside guys at quarterback. I don't know if Goff is really going to break the slate. I do think he's a pretty good option in the mid-range. Uh, but, again, I, I really like those guys at the very top uh, for quarterback. And I think there's enough value to get to them. Uh, I'll pass on Breeze and Brady. Uh, Big Ben looks like he's going to go, uh, but not practicing all week. It's either way, like the price is just like fine. Uh, I'm not really going to prioritize him. Baker, again, got to keep on that weather. Carson Wentz at below 6Ks and play for tournaments. He does have upside. He's been very up and down. He's been turning the ball over a ton. Like if you just look at the last four games, 19, 30, 31, 12 fancy points. So perfect play there for tournaments. Does have upside, does have 30 fans point upside, uh, but, you know, it's hard to trust him at the moment. Stafford's okay price, but not overly excited about that. Tua at 5-6, you know, we've only seen him twice, but uh, that game against Arizona, he looked really good. He actually did a little bit on the ground, too, seven carries for 35 yards. You know, this is kind of a sneakier game stack. I don't think a lot of people get to it, but there's some appealing plays in, these game, in, in this game, right? you got Tua, Devontae Parker, Grant uh, on the Miami side. You have, uh, you know, obviously Keenan Allen, uh, Herbert, who I, didn't, I think is in play, uh, you know, Hunter Henry. There's some good options in this game. I think you definitely could stack this one. I think it does go uh, maybe, and I don't think a ton of people stack it up. Uh, Drew Locke's another cheap option that you can consider. Uh, kind of got there in garbage time last week in a big way. You know, I think over like the first three quarters, he only had like six or seven fancy points and then just uh, completely turned on there in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, the matchup is pretty good here. And, 20 and 33 fancy points last couple of games is good, but he's still like not a quarterback I'm like super confident in. Again, I think you can do it, uh, but there is some risk. And I don't know if you have to spend on a quarterback with there being so much value. Like I said, I just feel more comfortable spending up a quarterback this week. And then, yeah, I'm not going to get to Mullins. I'm not going to Lutton. Like Alex Smith's at 5'2". I guess you can consider him too. Detroit has really struggled defensively. Price is fair enough, but is it is it worth is it worth saving there? I don't know. Again, I feel more comfortable just, just going all the way to the top of quarterback with you know guys like Kyler, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, you know, maybe Deshaun Watson if there's if there's no weather concerns. So that's kind of where I'm uh, attacking the slate. Uh, let's move on to running back. So we have news that Christian McCaffrey is out. Well, Mike Davis for cash games is obviously probably uh, one of the top plays. I think you play him at cash. Don't think he's necessarily a must. Uh, for tournaments, there is other value, but yeah, Mike Davis, uh, you go. He's at the min price, starting running back. Um, yeah, too too hard to pass up in cash game. So so don't get cute in cash. You, you'll play Mike Davis. I know he's been a little bit up and down, even when CMC was out. Like he started really hot and then kind of cooled off. Doesn't matter at this price. It just you play him in cash games. He's going to be really popular in tournaments. I think he still is one of the better, obviously cheap options. Uh, but I don't necessarily think he's a must play uh, for tournaments. But I do like him a lot. I think you do play him in cash game. So let's go back to some other running backs here. So Kamara, I think, might be somewhat popular here at 8.2K. My concern is kind of what we saw here against Tampa Bay, right? They just completely blew him out. 
And, you know, Kamara really gets you there when the games are closer, they're trailing. If they're going to be playing from like a like a two-score lead here, they're going to slow it down, right? And it's going to be Latavius on the ground. So I'm just, I'm a little bit worried about Kamara uh, for those reasons. We do have Michael Thomas back as well. I think hurts Kamara a little bit. So I don't think Kamara's out of play. I think he's still viable, but not someone I'm going to prioritize on this slate. Aaron Jones is someone I'm going to prioritize in this slate at 7-1. Great matchup. And there is some weather concerns here. If, if it is windy, I don't really think obviously affects the running backs, but they'll probably uh, lean on the running game a little bit more. Aaron Jones has been super, super productive with his touches, and you're getting him for, what, um, you know, $1,000 less than Kamara. Um, so, yeah, I like Aaron Jones a lot here at 7.1K. Definitely one of the top plays, uh, you know, for cash as well as GPPs. Like him a lot. I like James Conner a lot for GPPs. Don't know if I can necessarily pull the trigger on him in cash just because what we saw last game and Pittsburgh completely abandoning the run game. Still not over that. Still tilting from that. But, yeah, Connor's still in a really, really good spot here. Uh, and if you throw that Dallas game out the window, uh, 20, 14, and 15 fancy points. Uh, he, he's been pretty safe. I think, you know, we probably get somewhere between 15 to 20 carries. He's a guy that does get you know, a little bit of work through the air as well. So Connor uh, is a guy that, you know, let a lot of people down, including myself. It's going to lower the ownership, kind of like him as a bounce back that bounce back spot there for GPPs. Nick Chubb, got to keep an eye on this. If he's out, I think Kareem Hunt does look like a pretty decent play. Um, you know, if Chubb is in, then I'm just going to stay away from the Cleveland running back situation. Robinson at 6'6 is probably a pass for me. I'm not overly excited about Josh Jacobs, too, at 6'5. Miles Sanders is someone I like at 6'4. Uh, looks like he's going to be good to go. Looks like he is going to get a full workload. I think the price point is a little bit too cheap. Um, you know, for a guy that, you know, is kind of a bell cow back when he's healthy. I'm sure maybe they limit him a bit, but all, all everything I'm saying looks like he's going to be full go. So um, I do like Miles Sanders. I think he's a little bit too cheap. I think he's definitely playable in both formats. Chase Edmonds, this is strictly dependent right now on Kenyon Drake. If Kenyon Drake plays, I'm not going to Edmonds. If Drake misses, I really like Chase Edmonds here. Right? He played basically the entire game. He had 25 carries. So sure, like Kyler Murray will keep it himself a decent amount. It doesn't worry me. The price dropped in him in a great matchup. So if Drake is out, I love Chase Edmonds in both formats. If Drake is in, I'm not going to play Chase Edmonds. Seattle running back situations to stay away from me. Um, Mixon's doubtful. So, yeah, I think you can, you know, consider Geo. He's going to be a lower-owned play because of the matchup. But he's still a guy that will be out the majority of the game, 13-15 carries, uh, four and five uh, targets in those games. So, yeah, Geo's fine. Uh, you know, has got a little bit lucky there with the touchdown variance. So with three touchdowns in, in the last two games, that's probably not going to continue. Scott with Sanders back, obviously, is no-go. I'm not going to the Rams running backs. Don't trust it. I'm not going to the Miami running backs. Don't trust it. Um, Antonio Gibson at 5-6 against Detroit. Uh, snaps went down. I think it could probably do the game script. You know, if they do fall behind, which they are underdogs here, then he might be phased out a bit. So it's just a, it's a little bit too pricey for me. I do not trust the San Francisco running backs uh, at all. Uh, if you want to go back to McKinnon, fine, but there's just no way I trust it. I'm not going to Tampa Bay either with Fournette and Ronald Jones. I just don't trust that situation either. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of these teams that it's hard to trust what they're going to do with the running backs. Now, we do have David Johnson out. So, Duke Johnson, in, in my opinion, I think is one of the better running back plays of the day at 5K. Now, this is, again, one, uh, the game that it's mostly concerned with the weather. So, this is something to keep an eye on. Now, sure, like if it's, if it's windier, maybe they rely on the running game a little bit more. But Duke Johnson gets a lot of his points from, you know, the PPR, right? The dump-offs. Um, it is a revenge game, too. I don't think he's a must-play, but I think he is one of the better plays in both formats right now for, for running backs. So, yeah, I do like Duke Johnson a good amount there at his price. 
Let's see. Uh, I'm not going to the Denver running backs. I don't necessarily trust the Buffalo running backs either right now with Moss and Singletary. DeAndre Swift is kind of the same thing, right? It's just he's the most talented back, but they have AP. They have carry on. It's hard for me to really get excited about it. Seattle, kind of the same thing, right? We do have a couple things still up in the air there. Uh, Drake, again, if he does play, I'm off Edmonds. Uh, Drake himself, if he plays, I think is at least in consideration because he's below 5K, but it's just, it's he gets no involvement in, in the passing game, which really does lower his floor, kind of becomes, you know, touchdown dependent. Let's see. Uh, other options at running back here. So let me talk about the Chargers really quick. Another situation, you can't feel comfortable about it because they, they will utilize a good amount of backs. No Eckler, no Justin Jackson. Balazs played really well, but we have Pope now looking like he's going to be good to go. They haven't listed as questionable. Um, I think he'll be fine, and he kind of stepped up, you know, in the game, I think, before Balazs was called up. So, you know, what are they going to do with this running back situation is, is hard to trust with. They have three guys. If Pope plays, Kelly, Pope, Balazs. If you want to take a shot on those guys, fine. You know, probably would be Balazs or Pope for me. But uh, another situation, it is, it's hard to trust. So that's kind of it for me in the running back situation. Um, again, cash games, I think there's a few guys you can consider. You know, you can get to Kamara if you want to. Uh, but Aaron Jones thing looks really good for cash. I think a guy like Miles Sanders looks pretty good. Chase Edmonds, if Drake is out, I think looks good. I think Duke Johnson, if da- obviously we do have David Johnson out. Uh, and then finally, uh, Mike Davis, I think you play him in cash games. So let's move on to wide receiver. And with there being a decent amount of value, we'll talk about some really cheap receivers. Uh, there's, you know, some of these higher-end guys are going to be more popular. Devontae Adams, I like him as a contrarian play here at 9K. I, I don't think a ton of people get to him. I think Aaron Jones, again, looks like one of the better plays this slate for running back. So pr- people are probably not going to want to play Devontae and Aaron Jones together. But one way to kind of leverage that ownership, obviously, is, is to go Devontae. Uh, to pivot off of, I think, uh, going to be a pretty chalky Aaron Jones. DeAndre Hopkins at 7-7. I love him here at this price. Uh, he's the clear guy to pair with Kyler Murray. You can also use Christian Kirk, um, who has had some upside games here recently. Uh, but I feel obviously more comfortable with getting to DeAndre Hopkins. Sure, he only had three catches and three targets. I'm not worried about it. Uh, this is a, a prime bounce back spot here in a game that is one of the highest over unders uh, against Buffalo, who, who has struggled defensively as well. So, Really, really like do uh, like DeAndre Hopkins here. With uh, he also again price went down in him by five hundred dollars. Seattle receivers with Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett. You know it is kind of hard to to figure out who is going to have the big game uh, for Seattle. It's been Metcalf in three of the last four weeks, but he's also uh, what an extra thousand dollars more than Tyler Lockett. You know Lockett had that huge game that's kind of been you know subpar. So a trickier one. Um, I think I still. Slightly prefer Lockett for the discount, but it, it's just hard to, to figure out, you know, who's going to have the big game there for Seattle. Diggs, I like a good amount here at 7-5. Um, you know, for me, again, I'm, I'm playing uh, Kyler Murray. You know, one guy to kind of run it back with if, if I'm going to game stack, which that's kind of what I'm looking towards uh, for this week, is a guy like Diggs. Or we'll talk about a guy, John Brown. I think both are viable. Diggs has been a little bit more consistent. He's been more healthy, obviously. 8, 11, 9, 12 targets. I think he's a really safe play. You can get to him at his price. Michael Thomas seems too cheap at 7-4. Um, you know, didn't have to do a ton in that game against Tampa Bay just because they were playing from a big lead the entire time. This is another game that I am a little bit worried about. San Francisco's offense not be able to score enough, uh, you know, enough for the Saints had to put the foot on the gas pedal. But again, this is just a price point thing with Michael Thomas that seems too cheap. 
once again, for like the fifth straight week, I will talk about Keenan Allen. Like, I continue to play this guy. Uh, he went low on last, last week. I don't know why. Uh, the price only went up $100. Double, it's it's double-digit targets every single week. I know Miami's defense has been pretty solid. Uh, but yeah, I still think Keenan Allen is one of the one of the top plays of wide receiver. Definitely more of a cash game play. Also, really like Cooper Cup at six nine. Uh, you know, is dealing with uh, you know a bleak injury, but I think he'll be good to go. Twenty targets last week. We're not going to see that again. But with Seattle struggling defensively, I really like Cup. I really like Woods, and we'll talk about Reynolds for value as well. All three uh, Rams receivers, I like a good amount. Terry McLaurin at six eight in a matchup against Detroit. He's been putting up big game after big game with bad qu- quarterback play. So. Yeah, the price is starting to come up. I think he's more suited for GPPs, uh, but definitely viable. Again, Fuller, Cooks are, are guys you can pair with Watson, but we got to keep an eye on that uh, on the wind. There, Woods, uh, again, I like him. I think Cup maybe goes a little bit higher on than Woods. I still feel a little more comfortable with Cup, but Bolt, if you want to save a little, uh, what, $400 to Woods, I'm perfectly fine with that. Fulgham with, with Alshon coming back and Rieger getting more healthy. I don't know if I can pull the trigger on him. Uh, this is Cincinnati receivers against Pittsburgh. I probably don't want to go there. Tampa Bay, again, it's just hard to trust me right now with Evans, Godwin, Antonio Brown. You know, how is that going to work? So right now it's probably just going to be a stay away from me. Um, the Pittsburgh receivers, I'm not overly excited about it. It's a good matchup. But, yeah, for me, really, like, this mid-range wide receivers, no one I'm super excited about. Like, it's a lot of the guys at the top, and there's a lot of cheap options that are in play. So it's, it's setting up to be a Stars and Scrubs uh, build. Uh, for this week. Um, other options at wide receiver, again, Christian Kirk, if you can't get to DeAndre Hopkins and you want to pair Kyler with someone, he has had eight targets in back-to-back games. He does have that big play upside. He's had five touchdowns in the last three games. That's probably not going to continue. But like I said, he is a guy that does have the big play upside. So I think Kirk is, even though the price is coming up, is still in play um, John Brown at 5-3, I like, uh, you know, he's, he's dealing with some injuries, uh, but was fully healthy there against Seattle, had eight catches, 11 targets, played almost 80% of the snaps. This is a revenge spot, so sure, the price did jump, uh, but I still think John Brown, even though he's getting up there in age, has upside. Again, revenge game narrative too. I think he's a pretty decent play there in the mid-range. Other options at wide receiver, yeah, again, this, this is not a ton I'm super excited about in this price range. I'm not overly excited about the Cincinnati receivers. Rieger, 4-2, played close to 80% of the snaps. If you want to go to him, it's it's kind of a nice buy-low, I guess. We do have Alshon back, but we don't really know what his role is going to be. So um, Philly wide receiver situation is a little bit tricky. I think we got news that, uh, let me confirm that, that Galladay is out. He is out, so you know a viable punt play here. Uh, where is he? Is Danny Amendola at 3-9? I think you can still use Marvin Hall, too, who is at 3-5. Marvin Hall uh, played at 67% of the, of the snaps. It is still, you know, worked in Cephas a bit, which did, uh, which does make Hall a little bit risky if Cephas put like 40% of the snaps. Uh, so Hall's not going to play the entire game. Amendola out of the slot and got 10 targets. Like, I think he's a viable, cheap option. Let's see, Richie James with, with some of the San Francisco receivers coming back. Uh, it seems kind of like chasing, so... Yeah, he's still in play, but I need to see him put that, uh, you know, put up numbers consistently for me to f- uh, feel really excited about it. I think KJ Hamler kind of goes overlooked in the slate, but I like him at three eight. Uh, had six catches on ten targets, played almost eighty percent of the snaps. We do have Jerry Judy status up in the air. If Judy's out, I think 
you know, maybe a slight boost to a guy like KJ Hamler. Um, so I do like him a decent amount here at that price. I think he goes overlooked. Larry Fitz is not going to break the slate, but I think you can at least consider him for value, right? This is, again, one of the highest over-unders, 7, 4, 8, and 5 targets. So, yeah, I think he's a fine option. Probably not someone I'll go do in tournaments, though. Other cheap wide receiver plays, I mean, I like Josh Reynolds a good amount. Talked about him in the early video. I'll talk about him again. I think he's one of the best value plays of the slate. 9 and 8 targets. He's playing a majority of the game. And like I said, Seattle really, really struggles. So, I do like Josh Reynolds a good amount here. Uh, at 3.5, I think that is uh, probably about $1,000 too cheap, maybe more. So I think he's one of the better values of the slate. The Jacksonville receivers, no Chanel. Let's go to Jacksonville. This is, again, one of the games we'll have to monitor the weather. Uh, but with no Chanel, if the, if the weather's good, Keelan Cole, Chris Conley are both viable. Cole at 3.4, Conley at 3K. Now, these guys will have to step up a bit. Um, so they're both viable, cheap options at wide receiver. Let's see. Uh, other options for wide receiver. There's a couple other guys I want to mention. Let's see. Where is... I'm trying to think who I want to bring up here. Jakeem Grant. So Preston Williams is on the IR. Jakeem Grant, they said he's going to be uh, handling a starting wide receiver role. Uh, he had four catches and five targets last week, and he's a speedster, right? He has slate-breaking ability at min-price. Uh, he's their punt returner, too. Like, this guy has upside. And he's going to play majority of the game at min-price in a game I think has shootout potential. Um, yeah, I do like Jakeem Grant a decent amount here for value. Definitely someone I'm considering uh, for a, a punt option. And I think that about wraps it up for wide receivers. So let's move on to tight end now. We're going to obviously Kittle still on the IR. Waller at 5'9". Feels still a little bit underpriced. He's just a guy that's going to get targeted a ton. Some of the looked to in the red zone. He's been super safe. So I'm perfectly fine if you have the salary uh, to get to Waller. Hawkinson's status is now up in the air. This is this is pretty big news. If he's out, you know, there's a viable punt play and a guy like Jesse James that you could look to at tight end. So got to keep an eye on his status. Noah Font, 4-9, looks like he's be good to go. Um, you know, did get injured, banged up a bit that last game. But uh, he's still a guy that's been targeted a good amount here in a decent spot. I think he's a fine option. Maybe a little bit pricey, uh, but a couple cheap options for me, uh, like for cash game guys, probably a guy like Evan Ingram and a guy on the opposite side, like Dallas Goddard with no Zach Ertz. I, I like both good amount. Ingram, they're finally targeting him more. 9, 10, 10, and 10 targets, or 9, 10, 10 targets last three games. Goddard, um, I know only had one catch and one target last game against Dallas, but kind of throw that game out the window. Uh, with no Zach Ertz, I think he does have upside here at 4.2K. So I like both uh, of the tight ends in, in Philly and uh, the New York Giants. Hunter Henry still in play. Like, he's still running a ton of routes. He's still getting targeted a decent amount. I think he's still, you know, a little bit too cheap. Definitely someone I'm considering. Austin Hooper, again, got to keep an eye on the weather. But if he's if there's no concerns here, I think he is someone we can look to for value. The San Francisco tight end situation with Dwelly and Reed, it's a little bit tricky because Reed you know, played very, very limited snaps last game, but he's clearly their better pass-catching tight ends. Hope we get some sort of clarity on, you know, what Reed's snap count limit is going to be. So that's something to monitor more in, in as we go into Sunday. Logan Thomas is still fine, right? He's still running a ton of routes. He's still getting targeted a decent amount. This is a good matchup. So I think Logan Thomas is once again in play for a, a cheap tight end. And then finally, right, I want to mention Jesse James. Uh, if Hawkinson's out, he'll probably be the guy for Detroit. 
And he's still you know, a decent pass-catching tight end. So, yeah, he's someone we could look to to punt tight end. Uh, again, that's assuming Hawkinson is out. Finally, defense. You guys know uh, my strategy. Defense is a super high-variance position that, uh, in my opinion, I just punt it and hope the defense doesn't kill me. Like, I rarely spend up for defense. Now, I think the, the defense that I would, I guess, I don't know if you consider spending up, but the Saints at 3K going up against San Francisco with a ton of guys still out there, obviously, on offense. Uh, they looked really good against Tampa Bay. So Saints defense, I think, will be pretty popular. I think there's a pretty safe option there at 3K. But some cheaper defenses, right, you know, both Browns and Texans, if we get news that that, that wind is going to be really, really bad, then, yeah, I think you can look to the defenses in that game. You know, a couple other defenses, uh, if you want to punt, the Lions going up against Alex Smith. Yeah, I know the Lions have not been great, but, um, you know, at that, at that price, you know, I think they, they can still have upside. Um, you know, the Raiders, I know they've not been great defensively, but, you know, it's not like Denver's been great offensively. So um, that's probably it for defense for me. So, yeah, there's a couple of pun options uh, that I'm considering right now. And we'll talk about more in the live stream and which defense that I'm going to go to. But, you know, defenses in the, in the Houston-Cleveland game, if, if that weather is really, really bad, um, I think you can consider, obviously, you know, Raiders, Lions, Saints, I think, are probably the safest option at defense. So, uh, that about wraps it up for the player-by-player player breakdown, guys. I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Again, I will be live streaming one hour before lock on my YouTube channel, so make sure to check out the live stream. Uh, thanks again, guys. I hope you guys all have a good day, and I will see you Sunday morning in the live stream.